Tonight's reading is taken from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verse 31 and 32. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all your seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and perch in its branches. Well, it's wonderful to be here, and um, I understand that the theme for your world mission is standing up for Jesus um, and, um, in, in a challenging world. Furthermore, I understand also that you have been going through a series of sermons on the parables of Jesus Christ, and today we're looking at the grain of the mustard seed. Uh, as you start your mission week, one of the th- questions that was coming to my mind was, to look at the whole concept of mission. What is mission? And I looked at the dictionary, and one of the definitions that I, I read was the work of teaching people about Christianity, especially in a foreign country. And I said, oh, that doesn't sound right. But anyway, that's one of the definitions. And, um, but I think let's look at the word mission from a more uh, holistic, in a broader sense, teaching ministering in a holistic approach, as I mentioned earlier, it's, it's what is really necessary at this end, meeting the needs of the people, both the physical and the spiritual needs of the people. But also, when you think of mission, some of the passages that come to mind include Acts 1.8, where Jesus Christ told the disciples to start in Jerusalem, Judea, and the end of the earth, but also Matthew 28, 18 and 20, where Jesus Christ gave us what is now referred to as a great commission and uh, how Jesus, Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. Go and make disciples of all nations. And that is a command, and that's a command that is given to us. And the great commission is therefore our mission. Often I've, I look at the word commission and I actually want to split it into two. Co-mission with mission, the mission that you undertake with Jesus Christ. It is Jesus Christ's mission, not our mission. And I think that's really important. We need to be reminded of that at all times. It's very easy to want to do things on our own, but let's remember, it is God's mission. It is Christ's mission. We do it with him and for him. And, and, and it's interesting, definitely, to think of discipleship. As I said earlier, the, the recent Anglican Consultative Council uh, looked at the concept of intentional discipleship as a, the main focus that the Anglican Communion, every province, every diocese, every pro- parish should, should, should undertake, adopt a very clear focus on intentional discipleship. And I think this, this is a good reminder because that's really uh, what Jesus Christ left, gave us as an important aspect of what we should do. And it's, it was encouraging to hear what many others are doing. For example, in Cyprus and the Gulf, they call it doing good and doing God. 
the Church of England calls it, set, calls it as setting God's people free. While in Kenya, the, the Anglican Church in Kenya speak of a wholesome ministry for a wholesome nation. And Archbishop Justin uh, Welby, in his sermon, emphasizes the, emphasizes the need for provinces to undertake the, the, the ministry of intentional discipleship. He quoted the former primate of West Africa, who said that this intentional discipleship is God sent in the Anglican communion. Now, it's important for you as a parish to be serious in thinking of, of mission, encouraging to see what many others who've gone from here, or who are partners, are doing in different parts of the world. This is so encouraging, and it, it is indeed what is meant by your theme of standing up for Jesus in a, in a challenging world. And perhaps what you should be asking yourself as individuals is, what is it that you can do? What is it that you can do as an individual? What is it you can do as a church? It's important that our witness is by action, going, doing, being, and supporting. That is important. But also by, by witnessing by word, preaching, sharing, and praying. And all of us were called upon to respond positively to the, the, the Great Commission. And such a response is, should be undertaken in all that we do, whatever you are doing, you know, civil servant, student, uh, our Christian witness should be in all aspects of whatever we are doing. The church expects each one of us to play a role in our ministry, in our mission. But often, the church, individual members of the church, you know, don't of the, all the time undertake that ministry. In fact, someone has said that the church requires few spectators and more active uh, members undertaking the, the ministry of reaching out to others. Unlike a football game where you often see many, many spectators, it is not that way. For us, we are meant to, to, to go out. And thinking of your theme, one of the songs that kept coming to my mind is the song, Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus. And as I went through that song, some of the stanzas you know, came to mind. Thinking of stanzas three, Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus. Stand is in his strength alone. The arm of flesh will fail you. You dare not trust your own. Put on the gospel armor and watching unto prayer. Where duty calls or danger be never wanting there. Standing and watching and undertaking prayer. Whatever we do must be undertaken prayerfully. We are also reminded in that song that stand up, stand up for Jesus. The strife will not be long. And those who overcome, a crown of life awaits them, and they will reign with the king of glory. And that is so important. Looking at our passage this evening, the passage that we read, the parable of the master seed, I, I, I was asking myself, what is a master seed? And I, I specifically went back to the Bible in my language, trying to see how it was translated, and I found that they translated it as 
pepper, red pepper, because that's probably the, the closest that they could find. Because a mustard seed is a seed that is, 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 is both good for its greens and, and seeds and used as a spice. And I guess the translators of the Bari Bible saw that the closest thing in my language is red pepper. But there's a lot of similarity with the, with, 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 with the mustard seed because mustard seed, although it's such a small seed, the Bible tells us that it is so important that once it's planted, it grows, and the Jesus actually, when he, 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 he gave us that parable, he, he showed that, that, he used this parable to show that the kingdom of God has small beginnings, but will grow and produce great results. And actually, I was also thinking about that, looking at, you know, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the red pepper that we have in many parts of Africa. And, and, and that very small beginnings, humble beginnings, but g- growing. And it's, it's, it's really like the word of God and thinking of the many, many people who are undertaking various ministries across the globe, some of whom are supported by, by you in this church. It's important to remember to prayerfully support them prayerfully think of them. The context, the seed, the word of God grows. And the Bible tells us that God's word will not return void. And Whatever people are sharing, whatever you share, just remember this. Share it prayerfully. One of the definitions of success in witnessing that I like is this, which says, success is in witnessing is prayerfully sharing the word in the power of the Holy Spirit and leaving the results to God. And that is so important that we need to leave the results to God. And whatever small beginnings, whatever small thing that you may undertake, remember, do it prayerfully. Remember, it's so important. The support that you undertake, supporting the many mission partners that you have, is, is so important because they are meeting the physical and spiritual needs of the people, encouraging to hear, you know, the three testimonies that we, 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 we saw today. It's also encouraging to hear that here at St. Andrews, you are supporting a student who is undertaking, you know, his research at OCMS. Again, this is important uh, to support such a student coming from South Sudan. Perhaps some of you may ask this question, well, South Sudan is having all these troubles. Why should you then do this? It's so important investing in people because as you invest in people, they, under, they would go out and then and in turn, you know, teach others in the spirit of 2 Timothy 2.2, which says, and the things that you've heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust reliable people who will be able to teach others also. My father used to say that the investment that one undertakes in education and training is so important that you cannot remove it from that person's uh, brain because it's already there. Even when there are problems, even when there is conflict, even if there is war, you know, at least you have undertaken that training and that person, you know, would go on doing that which he's been asked to undertake. Thinking of mission partners, I was 
thinking of the person who translated the Bible into the Bari language, um, uh, uh, Philippa Gilbo, who spent 17 years of translating the Bible into the Bari language. 17 years. That time, of course, there were no computers like it is now. So everything was undertaken, literally, uh, you know, uh, typed out and unlike now when at least there are a lot of aids that help people in the translation. But Philippa sacrificially undertook that, that work over a very long period of time. Effort that perhaps you may say, is it worth it? Yes, it is worth it. Because it now means that the two million or so people who speak the Bari language now have the Bible and many, many people have come to Christ as a result of the ministry of this uh, lady, Philippa. And so the support that the churches that supported her then, in one of these churches I visited in Cambridge a few years ago, was so important because when the Bible was printed in 1979, 5,000 copies were sold within two weeks. And since then, there have been several hundred copies of the Bible that were printed. The work of one person, you could say the seed that she, she planted working with others has now multiplied. So the small beginning that you might do in supporting some of the mission partners who are undertaking various roles across the globe is so important. And I think I like the, new, the, the, the terminology partners because when you use the terminology partners, it means you are partnering, you are working together as equals because by, by that kind of partners, partnering, you know, the church here, the partner that you've undertaken and the, you, that you've sent, plus the partners who are the recipients of the ministry these people are undertaking, it shows the need of supporting each other because that is what it's meant to be. We work together as, as partners, as equals, as people who are called and as opposed to, you know, a person who is coming in and be, being the expert. Partnership, working together. And so, as you think of your mission week, I want to encourage you that all of us, we are witnesses. And we should start where we are. Jerusalem, in this case, St. Andrews, but also where we work or where we study, our lives should also be lives that live our faith by what we say or what we do. Remembering this, that the greatest resource in mission is the Holy Spirit. And the mission that we undertake, it's God's work. This mission requires the support and support of many, many people prayerfully. And of course, doing it without the power of the Holy Spirit is, is futile. And as we witness, remembering what I said earlier, that success in witnessing is taking the initiative to share Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit and leaving the results to God. Amen.